it's one thing to learn to code but and do it all solo but when you're actually talking to people about code it just like goes deeper in your brain Welcome everyone to the Tech Guide Podcast, where we give actual advice to those wanting to break into tech or are looking for their next gig. We have Will Klein on the podcast today to talk about his experience with the University of Texas Coding Bootcamp. Will, thank you so, so much for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me. You are one of like my closest friends in Austin, but I do have a question for you that I've actually never asked you. And that's going to be because this conversation is around like technology, coding, full stack development, I want to talk about like where your love for technology come from. So, like, do you have a specific device or moment you remember falling in love with technology? I think I first fell in love with it pragmatically. I thought this would be a good career field for different reasons. <laughs> and then I ended up just falling in love with it, the logic and coding. And then I did a Arduino project, uh, building a smart punching bag and working with the hardware and the software together, that probably escalated my love for it even more. And I'm, I've just loved tech now. And it's a whole lifestyle more than just a career because you can listen to all mm -hmm. the podcasts about it. You can talk with other people in the industry. Yeah. I actually not know the smart punching bag thing. I have to ask about this. What, how old were you when you were, when you were doing this? This was, I was like 22, maybe. It okay. was kind of right after college sort of sort of deal okay sweet well, well take me through like the smart punching bag like what were some of the features of it because i feel like 22 like to develop like a smart punching bag that's sick like what were some like what were some of the things that you did on this i did not know this <laughs> and everyone i've known will for like a year <laughs> yeah it was it was kind of a side project back back then it was it has it was gamified and it used sensors to track how tilted the punching bag was it was a freestanding one and when mm. you punch it, of course, it would, it would tilt and get based, based off that, it would give you points and there's like a screen and you could, you know, set game modes and stuff. That's cool. And I feel like the audience will have me as a punching bag. We don't talk about the University of Texas coding boot camp, which you went through, um, which I'm excited to talk to you about. So take me through the, yeah. this boot camp. Like you had some coding experience prior, but like what sparked your interest in going to a boot camp? Well, I thought it would help me um, get a coding job. I, I had already done a data science bootcamp before, and I'd worked as a data analyst for, for a while. Mm -hmm. And I decided I wanted to switch to full stack development. And I had really just taken the data science bootcamp because mm -hmm. I wanted to get into tech, and that right. one was offered. And I was like, that's tech. I didn't know enough about it at the time. Not that it was a bad, bad choice. It was great. But um, eventually I wanted to be more of an engineering role. And mm. I, I was having a little bit of trouble getting a job because even though I had done a lot of projects on my own and had taken a few classes in school and was pr somewhat proficient in Python, I was not getting a job. So I so I decided that I, was, I should take the boot camp to escalate my career there yeah i feel like that's why like so many people do do those like the boot camps of like data analysts or like a coding boot camp because like they're struggling to find a job and like a boot camp's like a great way for you to like gain the skills but also like the reputation of like the certificate and like hey i went through this intensive boot camp so 
um, I feel like that's true throughout uh, why people do the boot camps itself. Yeah, it was great for the credentials. And then it was also great for having that structured learning and learning yeah. best practices. Because um, when you're doing self-taught stuff, it you might not end up, there, there's certain things that you just don't know you don't know. And this can get you past that really quickly. I like uh, there are things that you don't know you don't know. Once a COVID hit in March of 2020, um, I try to like learn coding. I actually had like a month into it, but like, I just kept getting stuck on like loops. I think that's what they're called in coding. Uh, Python, if I'm recalling from three and a half years ago, it was like loops. It was so hard. And like being self-taught, like there are so many challenges to that. Cause like you need to have a structured plan and you need to lay it out, but there are things like you said, you don't know, you don't know. Yeah. Just like little things that you really would never think about. Just, um, like this is how the file structure, the folder structure typically is for this kind of a project and um, this is like a tool that people use that sort of thing and I was really another reason I did it I was running into a lot of issues trying to do a, a, a entrepreneurial project and I was the one I was the technical co-founder and I was supposed to build the whole thing mm-hmm. and I was just taking ridiculously long to do this front end stuff because I had yeah. not, I didn't have experience with front end. And so I wanted something to accelerate my learning in that way. Well, take me through like that research. Like, how did you identify UT was that boot camp to accelerate your learning? What research did you do prior to choosing UT? I just Googled boot camps and I saw that UT had one and I wanted to do something with such a prestigious name as UT mm-hmm. for tech. And the price range was about the same as that as any other. It's like 15,000. Okay. And so I decided to go with the UT one if I could get into it. What was like, how did you get into it? Is there like an application process? Um, what were some of the ways that, how did you get into it? They pretty much just check if you have basic computer competency and mm. then they'll let pretty much anyone in who yeah. meets that criteria. How basic are we talking? Are we talking very, like copy and paste basic or like, like not that. code a little bit basic? <laughs> like that, not code, not code, just like basic, basic, like know how to use a web browser, document editor and stuff. Okay. So basically if you've, if you've grown up in the 21st century, uh, you could be able You're to good. apply to this and get in. You'll get in. Yeah. They just want your money. Yeah. I now, love that. Now it's easy to get in. I'll say it's not easy to to pass it's very challenging boot camp all boot camps are challenging but this one was a very challenging one okay so i want to talk about the two things there so number one how many people started with the program and how many people then dropped off would you say like halfway uh through well about 100 people probably started the program somewhere in that range and then probably lost 15 or so throughout and it was just challenging in general, um, but most most people made it through and got the certificate. So let's talk about like during the time there and those challenges that you faced at the boot camp. Like, let's actually just kick it off. Like, what were some of the projects that you worked on uh, during the boot camp? Pretty much like you gives you a, it gives you little challenges to code a certain website. It's pretty straightforward. You just you just code various websites and um, learn how to use the React and Mernstack. 
So you have like, you're coding these like websites, but also like, what are the like teachers like teaching you while you do this? Like, I'm just curious about that balance of like projects, but also like learnings that you get from the, the professors. So the way that it's structured is there's there, you, you get this repo that you, that you clone and there's one activity that the instructor does live and goes through. And then there's another one right after that you break out into breakout rooms on zoom and you all do mm. just with your peers and you, and you do it yourself. So it's like, watch, do watch, yeah. do, and that's the cadence of it. And then there's a, there's three or four big group projects that happen over the course of a couple of days where you just stop the watch do cadence and you just do with a group of peers and you get to decide to build whatever you want. Yeah. So what, so what did you build? I, I know I, I have a good idea about what you built. Like, yeah, but like, what did you build um, for one of these projects? We built a video game that had NPC driven, uh, AI driven NPC dialogue. So it was like a retro style, um, top down, uh, style game. And all the NPCs in the game were driven by OpenAI API. Mm. And there were many games that you could play like 20 questions and other sort of mini games, all word based with AI. For this project, then you guys were, you're, I think the coolest part of that was like, you guys were using like open AIs to like make this an AI driven um, game uh, with like the NPC characters. Um, so like, what were these players able to do then with uh, this integration with uh, open AI? They were able to talk with the NPCs and have more organic dialogue and they were able to, uh, so the, you had to get a bunch of items from different villagers mm -hmm. on this planet so you could fix your ship and leave the planet. And to get an item from each person, you had to chat with them and get some information. And also you had to sometimes play a mini game and like 20 questions mm. or some other word-based mini game or write, you had to write a poem that GPT would rank. And if you got like an over three out of five, you would get the thing. That's so cool. And so how many people, how many people were working on you, uh, with this project? I feel like this is like a huge project to like take on, especially like if you're doing this intense, uh, bootcamp, um, there's a lot going on. So like how many people were you working on with this? And like, what were some of your roles that you did in it? Each group project was like four people. And you know, each one was a big learning curve. We definitely, um, were stretched each time we would do a project like that. Cause we were all building a video game for the first time. And most of the people had never coded at all before the boot camp. So we'd come a long way. No, no, no. What did you think? Yeah, that was a question I wanted to ask, like, cause you had previous coding experience, like going into that. So, but would you recommend people have some sort of like coding experience before they go? Or do you think people can just really, as long as you know how to copy and paste, you can hop into this thing or what would you suggest? Maybe it depends how good of a student you are. I haven't really developed that good mm. student skills. So for me, I was, I was struggling. I was up against, you know, um, the edge of my capability, so to speak. I mean, I did great in the boot camp, but I was working really, really hard. And the amount of coding experience I had before it um, really gave me a huge benefit. So, but I think a lot of, a lot of other people who are um, 
who are really good at paying attention in class and who don't have that like ADHD mind, they yeah. were doing it. They were doing okay. But uh, there are some people who came in with no coding experience who just, just they just drowned under the sheer, you know, amount of it all. It it really is a lot. Like, it's just how much do you get out of it? Also, like yeah. it's one thing to pass, but how much are you really getting out of it? And are you taking advantage of every little bit of it and retain and retaining? the majority of it that's what i think would be the hardest for me is like those student skills because like some people are just like great like like in session school like students um and i was never that growing up uh, some people just had like a recipe for like doing tests or like completing projects but that was like literally never me um so yeah i think that would be that's actually a really interesting point that people need to be be actually be like a decent student to do well if you don't have coding experience yeah it's it's like you need one or the other or you're gonna probably fail at it it's pretty tough mm -hmm. are there any like two other things that you would suggest people to like know about before um while, while you're in the trenches of this boot camp head down fingers on the keyboard is there anything like advice you'd give for people to, on how to get through it or like what would you be your best advice on how to get through a boot camp i don't really have any other special advice other than just work really hard and have a really positive attitude and connect with your peers throughout it I mean, a huge portion mm. of the benefit is connecting with your peers and having a network and relationships ongoing after it. And so tap into that and just work really hard and um, have a really positive attitude the whole time while you're slogging mm -hmm. through it. Because it's only it's only three months. So for me, it was really easy to be motivated about something like that. Yeah. It's just a sprint. It's It's more motivational for me, at least, than school where there's like no end point um yeah or it's kind of more there's there's no real specific goal like the goal of a boot camp is to get a job so yeah and i think that is like really important um and that's why i think boot camps are like so like people want to do them because like they're really i mean they're they range in like time frames but like a three-month commitment is like relatively small compared to a four-year education getting a computer science degree uh, when basically you're coming out with like the same thing of like getting a job like a high paying job too like fifteen thousand is i feel like very small in retrospect to like what someone with a computer engineering software engineering uh career can make really yeah it's fifteen thousand, and that's just like one semester of regular college and i'd say people who get a computer science degree versus a boot camp they probably come out with about equal skill sets some are better at some things some are better at others but it's about equal for way less time and way less pay yeah absolutely and i do want to hit on uh that networking opportunity that you uh, spoke about because i feel like that's also another reason uh people do the boot camps is to network uh, we had someone on episode like 14 or 15 they did like a data analytics boot camp um, they just said the networking opportunities are insane like they went to a usc data analytics boot camp and they said it, it's crazy so can you talk a little bit more about like the opportunities you had to network while you were there with like other people in the class? Yeah, I came out of it with uh, some good friends from there and um, and I had to work really hard to you know connect with people because a lot of people are introverts in, in a program like mm -hmm. that and it was all remote. Um, but they, there's a lot of work, especially with your group partners for group projects. You get a lot of time working together and you can get to know each other if you want. And other than that, you're talking with people day to day because you do this watch, do cadence, like I was saying, and you get paired up in breakout rooms with other people. 
over and over. Yeah. So everybody get gets to know each other, and even though it's remote, it feels like you, you do get to know all of them. And mm-hmm. I did a I did a data science boot camp as well, and it was in person, and um, mm-hmm. same deal. It you know you come out of it with networking, that kind of thing. Can you talk about like uh, a remote code, like a remote boot camp versus like an in person boot camp? If someone's considering. Uh, should I do this remotely or should I do find one in person? Like what, what advice would you give them um, to help guide that? There's some benefits of both. I mean, for one, if you've never worked remotely before, work uh, doing your bootcamp remotely can sort of teach you those skills that you might not think about. That mm-hmm. is really a skill set of working on Zoom and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But being in person is um, is, you know, a more in visceral experience for some, some people feel more motivated in person and enjoy it more i personally like in person yeah. better but i was glad that this boot camp um taught those mm-hmm. skills of how to work remotely yeah i do love that as well because i feel like that is like a skill set for the modern age is uh being able to work remotely and it does take like some sort of discipline to be able to do that and going through a boot camp like that i think is a perfect way to build that discipline yeah it's not really intuitive at first it's it's a little unnatural when you're on zoom and all that but yeah you get used to it um and i do want to talk about so we talked about before the boot camp what your research looked like we talked about specifically the boot camp but another very important two component to this is after the boot camp um so can you tell us how did the boot camp set you up to be that technical founder to find a job um how did it give you that skill set to do so both boot camps I've done have, have I've gotten a job directly related to it, so I mm-hmm. I support boot camps. They've helped me out. I've I've literally got a job directly yeah. related to it, and um, I came out with just way more confidence and way more skill set. Uh, knew a lot of things that I didn't know going in, and now I'm just a really well-rounded programmer after those three months of grinding and so it was super worth it and it's one thing to learn to code but and do it all solo but when you're actually talking to people about code it just like goes deeper in your brain when you're like interacting with peers who are on the same who are are doing the same thing more motivating more yeah yeah limbic system you could say i think employers were just more receptive after that I'm working on a full-time job now at a startup and, uh, and it's directly using the tech stack that I honed during mm. the bootcamp of React and Node. And so employers do take that as credibility um, as long as you're, you've got other stuff to show for it. It's kind of like yeah. if you already are showing them that you're, you're working on coding stuff on your own anyway and you're like a solid coder, they're like, okay, I, I could hire this person, but let me look at their resume real quick to make sure they have at least yeah. something. And if they see you have at least a boot camp, then it'll validate it. But I think boot campers definitely have to work harder to get a job than if you have uh, a degree. Like if it's one or the other, a degree will get you a job way more. But I overcome come that by networking a ton and co-working at a tech space and so i just get to know a ton of people who are in tech and i go to a lot of events so that's one way that if you're 
if you just have the boot camp or even if you don't have a boot camp at all, you could really up your chances of getting a job without a degree. Yeah. Yeah. And I think like you said, if you are, if an employer is looking at someone that did a, uh, like a degree versus boot camp, like they, they might right now favor the degree, but like, I think it's also really important. Like they don't overlook these, uh, boot camps cause they, it is a validation of like, Hey, this person did three months of a UT boot camp. Like that's amazing. Like sign me up, get that guy on our team. So yeah, I think that is uh it's a very validating thing to do. And I think that's why people do it. They are wanting to pivot careers and it's a perfect way to do it, to get that job in, in, in a career that you want to do. Yeah. I think it's going to be more and more, uh, recognized as a, a valid, way of educating mm-hmm. yourself over time as there's more information on the internet and i feel like the dominance of the college degree as a indicator are gonna is gonna, is gonna lessen over time because there's just no reason to actually be in a um a four-year college in, in the same way that they're used to mm-hmm. pre-internet uh you can get all the same resources online there is the benefit of having that accountability structure in the peer group for sure super crucial and important but um it's more like an accelerant than like you you can still get the same things without that and do you feel like you're a boot camp do you feel like like in your job now like your full-time job like like you, you just have to feel like that solid foundation or is there anything missing from like the knowledge that the bootcamp didn't hit on that you wish you had, or how did the bootcamp prepare you for that job to succeed? Well, it doesn't get you everything. It doesn't get you all the way, but it gets you everything you need to just like get started to, you could build mm-hmm. stuff on your own and you probably, it prepares you to be a junior developer, not no more than that, but. It's a really solid foundation. Well, thank you so, so much for joining us. It was awesome talking about the UT Bootcamp. Uh, where can people connect with you? Where can people find you? Um, please plug it all. Uh, you're a great friend here in Austin, so I'd definitely recommend it. But yeah, please plug your LinkedIn or anything like that. Okay, yeah, my LinkedIn is uh, LinkedIn slash in slash Will R. Klein. Will R. C-L-I-N-E. Yeah, thanks for having me. Perfect. Thank you, Will. Thank you so much for joining us. Awesome conversation about UT boot camps before, during, and after. So yeah, thank you so much. 